Hey, this is Colt with Colt Kaufman Podcast. The Good Life. Glad you're back. Up next is Robert Gardner with Robert Gardner Wellness. Robert's out of Austin, Texas, and uh, he has a massage business and actually is an instructor and has written some material on teaching others how to do it. Um, Very interesting interview, different business model, um, something to listen to and, and consider. Hope you enjoy the show. Have a good day. If you've not subscribed already, please do so. Don't want to miss a thing. And you've been, I've noticed you, you've been very, very active on the social media, trying to get all of that up and going. Um, yeah. And, and so are you doing a lot of Skype interviews or? Yeah, we, you know, I really just got my uh, teeth cut, uh, cutting my teeth really small and simple. It's almost impossible to draw out the trajectory of what I've done in the last 10 years teaching. But the work I was practicing, because I was so focused on chronic pain management, I kept changing the practice. I was changing how I was interacting with soft tissue. I was working on a mat. I was working on people who were clothed. Even massage therapists would look at what I was doing and go, this isn't massage. So I had a distinct challenge because I had to not only educate therapists as potential students, I had to educate the public so that I could get you to come in cold to let me work on your neck pain or whatever you were dealing with. So social media gave me a chance to reach out directly to my consumer, complete D to C marketing, a direct to customer. So it allowed me to make videos because my clients are clothed. I could make video constantly, photos constantly. I started to notice an uptick, an uptick in my clients, um, in the overall reach. Once we got to the point of having a free time massage workbook, I was distributing digitally. You know, that's been downloaded well over 10,000 times. So it just allows me to reach out to people, to educate them, to sort of build a market. Massage Envy has sort of cornered the market on just general massage, but what I do is nearly a statistical anomaly um, in the United States. Massage therapists alone, when they look at what I do, are just like, this is, this is imp- you can't do this, can you? And I go, listen, I make a living. My clients are very happy with the service I provide. I understand that it looks a little different to you, And they go, but I don't, I mean, somebody's not going to pay for a three-hour session. And I go, "Mm, I saw a client from Scotland yesterday. I live in central Texas. I think you're underestimating the potential that, you know, this marketing of this particular service has. So I'm creating sort of a niche service within the massage industry. Well, and that's a good thing. Uh, To be specialized is always a good thing um it, it really is and and in a lot of industries that you can just go broad based and not really focused um you specialize in in what areas you do the best and be the best at it and and the work comes to you and that's just kind of the way the the small business format works out and the our mass media nowadays is is incredible. What we can reach out and do today 
uh, I could just as well be talking to you in New Zealand or Germany right now um, as Central Texas. And it, yeah. it's just coincidental that we're both here in Texas. Um, but the way the, the media is working nowadays, now, now it's talking about keeping it format simple. And I have not done the, the Skype interview yet, um, and, and I'm not real confident in it. And I plan on doing some practice interviews, but I live on a, a small acreage out in um, Bandera County. As entertaining as I may be, I don't think anybody wants to listen to me for an hour. And I don't want to put put them through that. Um, So I I try to keep it pretty on point and and keep it going. And I'm really fascinated with different people like yourself that are in different industries. Um, The course of travel through my life has has involved being somewhat of a serial entrepreneur. Um, I've literally owned more than a dozen companies, some right there in Williamson County. Um, through my life, some worked really, really well, provided jobs for lots of people, and uh, some of them spanked me pretty good. But that's that's the life of of doing entrepreneurial ventures and and trying to make things work. Um, and then I got into the private investigation and security sector. I have been in the security industry and investigation industry, um, geez, going all the way back to my 20s, so 40 years or so. Um, and and I've owned a miniature golf course, a little bit of everything. If it'll if if it'll work, if I work at it, I'll I'll give it a shot. And right now, I'm interviewing a lot of different people in different realms of uh, industry. Because we really are seeing a an absolute skyrocket economy right now. There's more opportunities for young people um, to get out there and learn different trades and different things and make money uh, than there ever has been. And, yeah. and the Internet's really opened a lot of that up. Yeah, there's such new burgeoning industries. It's really challenging because it's – Technology is fundamentally changing the marketplace, and people are having challenges adapting, Um, and some of the people just don't have access, but Internet access and what 5G is going to do is completely changing overall marketplaces, especially as far as information distribution is concerned. Well, and it really, I mean, it it really has. Now everybody does. Everything from grade school kids to grandma uses the internet, and, and uh, they do. Anyway, I need to let you get back to doing what you're doing and keeping your marketing going. <clears throat> and want to let you know I really do appreciate your time, and glad to have you on the show. And stay in touch with me. Um, Let's go over some things right quick before I get you off. Okay. Um, your your email is Robert Gardner Wellness, all one word at gmail dot com, and the website is Robert Gardner Wellness dot com. Yep. And 
you're on YouTube and podcast, and people can look you up on there too, and I highly recommend people to do that. So, and there we have it. Is there anything yeah. you want to ask me? <laughs> oh, not not specifically. Um, it's been a real honor to come on the podcast with you. If there's any you know ongoing collaboration that you'd like, please let me know if I can help you in any way. Uh, I absolutely love, like you said, reaching out to the audience directly, having them follow me on social media, whatever channels they use. I'm everywhere. I use all of that stuff obsessively trying to connect with people, and it's a real honor to uh, be on your program. Well, I certainly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be here, and and, uh, okay. um, and I really, really do, once again, appreciate you being on the show. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. This is Colt Kaufman. We hope you enjoyed our show this afternoon. Um, please subscribe and stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss what's next. Thank you. Good afternoon. This is Colt Kaufman on the Colt Kaufman Show and Podcast. And on the line with us today is Robert Gardner with Robert Gardner Wellness. And he's got a podcast as well. And Robert, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Colt. Um, I'm a massage therapist and educator, sort of burgeoning entrepreneur in the online educational space in the massage industry. Increasingly, I feel like I run a media company, uh, constant ongoing video and podcast production. The work that I do related to wellness, uh, well-being, personal improvement, uh, pain reduction specifically within the massage and body work space looks more like Brazilian jiu-jitsu than it does massage. It's completely clothes-on, completely mat-based. Um, primarily, my clients and my bread and butter is really chronic pain management, and people are having issues that hopefully are just soft tissue in origin that I can help them with. Um, Generally, you know, Robert Gardner Wellness is my LLC name. I'm generally wellness-oriented because I'm a yoga teacher in addition to being a massage therapist and educator. I don't sell a lot of one-off products. Like um, I teach people how to use tennis balls, for instance, to be able to work on themselves and do self-massage, but I don't have my own line of materials for that yet. Primarily what I have are like workbooks and DVDs related, related to educational materials I provide. Oh, okay. Great, great. So how long have you been doing this? Oh, um, you know, I had to think about that the other day, and I think we're right in the range of 18 to 20 years. Um, I started when I was in my 20s, and I'm now 42. So I just continue educating and sharing amongst primarily massage therapists, but increasingly I'm traveling around the country and then getting subscribers from around the world. So we continue reaching out. I just continue to refine what I do over the past 20 years to try to help people with soft tissue pain. Sure, sure. And there's a lot of people with that. Uh, I, I've, I've got my own issues, and, and uh, I'm a veteran and deal with the VA and, and pain management issues, so I'm quite familiar with, with the need for that for sure. Yeah. But uh, So it, <clears throat> your business, you're based out of Round Rock, right? Yeah, I'm technically in Round Rock. I usually tell people Austin, but we're just a right. skip from there. Sure, sure, absolutely. But um, and you you've got you're on the internet. You've got your uh, Robert Gardner Wellness podcast and your 
com is Robert Gardner Gardner Wellness dot com as well, and you've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, and I did my reading this morning, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so do you do more clinic or home appointments? People coming to you? Or are you doing more traveling and teaching? Sounds like you're kind of divided between the two right now. Yeah, I have a, a specific challenge in juggling. Um, scheduling is one of the biggest issues. So I still see clients out of my home studio. So I still actually just do sessions on clients who come in with various issues and women help them with back pain, things like that. They have carpal tunnel syndrome, those sorts of things. Um, what I did was I went from that offer of a service into education where I started teaching massage therapists what I was doing. And as I continued doing that, I developed a retail set of materials, workbooks, DVDs uh, to supplement those classes. And then you started to getting into digital distribution because you had PDFs or videos people could download. We eventually moved towards a subscription model for education where we have a subscription service that's completely free where people can come in and start learning with me for free for the first month at $7 a month thereafter. Massage therapists around the United States and around the world needed sort of ongoing education and tutelage. So I just keep developing those. The challenge is in the juggle. Um, you know, you start with two balls, three balls, move up to five, six. The challenges get more complex, but increasingly I'm teaching more and then traveling, uh, is selling retail. I still see clients and that's a, a core part of my practice. But at this stage, I think education and online merchandise is probably a larger portion of my revenue. Okay. Well, that's that's good. I mean, that gets gets what you're doing spread out to a much broader area around the world than just being each person that comes to you. I mean, that, yeah. that gets spreads the capacity to, to help others quite well. And they, they can get this information and sign up at your robertgardnerwellness.com? Yep. For the, yeah, if, for you, if you go to my website, uh, there's tons of information there. Trying not to get too lost. Like I said, we're juggling. Um, there is a free time massage workbook on the website that you can download for free. And then in the store, there's my materials. The subscription service, again, is free for your first month in the store there at the website. So all of that material is available to people. Great, great. Well, hopefully some of our listeners will, will go to that and check it out for sure. What um, what are the requirements in Texas? I mean, or, or do you have to have a business license or a special license or uh, to be a massage therapist? Right. Yeah. So m massage therapy itself in Texas, um, each state has slightly different rules. Um, I'm a nationally certified educator, which helps me jump into different states to be able to provide continuing education classes for therapists. But for instance, um, I'm not licensed in Oklahoma, so technically I can't go to Oklahoma and do massage uh, because I don't have a license in that state. The way Texas requirements work currently is that you have to have a 500-hour curriculum so most people go to massage school, they take a test called the MBLEX, and then after they take that MBLEX and pass, they can file for their license in the state of Texas. Yeah, so to, to practice legally and above board, you have to go to a massage school. Um, occasionally, I do interact with people who get an interest in the work because of what I'm teaching specifically, but I can't grant someone a license. 
So they have to kind of go to the school, get their core education to get their license, and then they can come take continuing education with me. Um, I tend to focus outside of what people would think of as massage, more in chronic pain management. Um, I'm not a physical therapist, but it's a little bit closer to that as far as the manual therapy I provide to help people out of pain. A lot of people that I notice um, in the last, say, 20 years, the massage industry has developed. Uh, there's a major company called Massage Envy. Uh, massage Envy is probably the largest employer of massage therapists worldwide. So that company hires massage therapists, often uh, therapists who just got their license, so the therapists can get their feet wet. I have a tendency to draw more skilled practitioners who have a little bit more longevity in the field. They've kind of gotten their feet wet, and they're deciding to focus on chronic pain. You know, they want to focus on that little bit more of a niche market. Massage can be everything from very spa-oriented with incense and candles and cream and glide or it can go over to the end of the spectrum I'm on, which is the person is clothed on a mat and I'm literally standing on them, uh, applying different compressions and mobilization techniques to help people with pain. It's actually a very broad discipline, but the segment of what most people think of as massage is actually quite small. It's a little bit closer to what Massage Envy delivers. Great. The uh, the 500 hours, where do they, they go to like Austin Community College, ACC, or, or someplace I think, like that? Or? I think in Austin, uh, correct, I could be wrong, I think there are four different programs in the Austin area. When you deal with different cities, locales, locations, usually there's a massage school within like an hour's driving distance of wherever somebody is, unless they're uh, in a, an extremely rural area. So typically in most states, you have to go through massage school to get your basics, to get the license in that state. But the states don't often have reciprocity. So if you get your license in Texas, it doesn't necessarily mean you can get your license in Oklahoma. You have to do your research about that. Right. I understand that. I, of course, we've got the infamous Texas Licensing Commission, which is a way to tax working people for working. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't, don't get me started. I know the uh, politics... I know the politics in my industry. Uh, Texas, we recently moved from the Department of State Health Services to the Texas Department of Licensing and Registration, and they've implemented finger, fingerprinting. So there's some little changes that have come up in regards to regulation here. Yeah, and that, yeah, that to me is, uh, I mean, it is good. It protects the public, and it's a good thing, but some of the fees on it get a little exorbitant when you start trying to operate a company and and maintain all the required elements plus plus pay the the piper so to speak um, yeah it, it gets gets right on up there and gets where you hate to see those people's phone number pop up on your phone and like, oh no I've got I've got to deal with another state employee today um, sorry to those folks out there that, that do this I understand but from a business owner's perspective, it's dead time. Uh, yeah. It, it just it's it's time you'll never get back and yeah. and money. So, but the good thing is 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 the the upside to a regulated industry is it keeps the customers overall. The intent of it is to keep the customers safe um, from people that just say, oh well. I know how to give somebody a back rub. I can be a massage therapist. Yeah. Um, 